0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into A Brief History of Everyone Who Ever Lived by Adam Rutherford. This enlightening tome offers an intricate narrative that weaves together genetics and the evolutionary journey of humankind. Rutherford, a seasoned science writer and broadcaster with a doctorate in genetics from University College London, guides readers through the complex role our genes have played from the dawn of our species to the present day. As the brain behind award-winning BBC programs like Inside Science and The Cell, Rutherford blends his expertise to illuminate how genetics casts light on history and reflects our shared ancestry. This book is an essential read for historians, archaeologists, geneticists, and biologists looking to deepen their understanding of the human saga, as well as for students and lay readers fascinated by the unfolding story of evolution, genes, and DNA. Join us as we explore the genetic threads that connect us all in A Brief History of Everyone Who Ever Lived, and discover how our genetic lineage shapes our understanding of who we are. brief history of everyone who ever lived, the human story retold through our genes. Introduction, unlocking our past with the DNA time machine. Have you ever wished to uncover the layers of history, to know the lives of your ancient ancestors, or to understand the great migrations that shaped the human race? Thanks to breakthroughs in genetics, we now hold a ticket to an extraordinary journey through the tunnels of time. It's not the stuff of science fiction. It's the reality of DNA research, allowing us to unravel the enigmatic twists and turns of our collective past. With the latest leaps forward in genetic science, we can now explore how civilizations flourished, track the pathways trod by our forebears across continents, and tackle sensitive issues like the concept of race. As we delve into the genetic pool, we find that the divisions we often take for granted, the borders that we think separate us, are in fact far more porous than we believed. Our DNA weaves a tale of astounding interconnectedness, linking us in ways beyond our imagination. In this exploration, you'll discover that blue blood isn't just the privilege of a select few, but a shared legacy with roots in every one of us the reasons why at-home dna kits claiming to reveal specific indigenous heritages fall short of scientific rigor and the compelling evidence that undermines race as a biologically defined reality part 1 deciphering our ancient lineage through dna imagine flipping through the foggy pages of ancient history searching for clarity about our beginnings where much is speculation and certainty is a rare gem. History books may offer glimpses of eras gone by, yet the deeper the dive, the murkier the waters. But there's hope in the horizon. The field of genetic analysis has become the torchbearer, illuminating the path through the historical mists to reveal the story of humankind. The journey through our genetics starts with the monumental groundwork laid by pioneers like Gregor Mendel, and the dynamic DNA duo Francis Crick and James Watson. Their devotion to understanding the fabric of life led to unraveling the DNA helix and opened doors to the treasure trove of the human genome. Fast forward to the turn of the millennium, and the Human Genome Project achieved a groundbreaking feat, mapping out an entire human genetic structure, beyond the bounds of medical science that can peek into the genes of the living there arose a new realm, paleogenetics. This emergent field marries archaeology and genetics, extracting DNA from our long-gone ancestors to recount their tales. We belong to a proud lineage known as Homo sapiens, or wise man. But before us walked an array of predecessors, the industrious Homo habilis, the grand Homo erectus, and our mysterious cousins, the Neanderthals. Homo erectus first stood upright nearly 1.9 million years ago, striding out of Africa to annex the globe. Meanwhile, our own species sprouted up about 200,000 years ago, with the African savanna as the cradle of Homo sapiens. When our ancestors ventured out of Africa, they stumbled upon our distant relatives, the Homo neanderthalensis. Turns out, our interactions were far from hostile we were more than neighborly, we intertwined. Through the lens of genetic analysis, we've discovered an enthralling reality. Europeans of today carry up to 2.7% Neanderthal DNA. The Neanderthals, although a distinct line, didn't vanish into the abyss of extinction. Rather, they blended into our gene pool, continuing their legacy within our very cells. Part 2 genetic footprints of our cultural evolution and environmental adaptability. The strands of DNA not only unfurl our biological origins, but also track the progression of our cultures and adaptations to ever-changing environments, etching genetic markers along the way. Each societal shift or climatic alteration has the potential to paint a new picture on the canvas of our genome, permitting us to retrace our ever-evolving story consider the curious case of humanity's relationship with milk. While some savor it daily, the majority of the global adult population finds lactose, milk sugar, a challenge to digest. Yet, pockets of people thrive on dairy without discomfort, thanks to a genetic twist. All humans possess the LCT gene encoding the enzyme lactase, which is crucial for metabolizing lactose. However, in most people, this gene flickers out after childhood. So what sets Europeans apart, allowing them to savour their cheese and milk into adulthood? Genetic investigation points to the advent of dairy farming in Europe between 5,000 and 10,000 BCE. A minute mutation, just one letter's change in the genetic code of the LCT gene, enabled Europeans to harness the nutritional value of milk beyond infancy. Tracing this genetic change pins its origins to regions now within Slovakia, Poland, or Hungary. Remarkably, communities in Africa and Asia independently cultivated their own genetic variations to tackle lactose. This suggests lactase persistence was a favorable trait, selected through the force of evolution due to the cultural shift toward dairy farming. But culture isn't the sole sculptor of genetic destiny. The environment plays a pivotal role too. This is evident when examining the pale complexions commonly associated with European descent. Imagine the first settlers journeying from Africa to Europe 50,000 years ago, their skin kissed by the sun, finely tuned to absorb the sun's rays. Today the European complexion has considerably lightened. Bone and genetic analyses reveal that Swedish inhabitants around 7,700 years ago had already acquired genes that would gently lift the shades of skin, along with painting hair in tones of blonde and eyes of blue. This adaptation serves as a beacon to researchers, highlighting environmental effects on genetic evolution. Dark skin adapted for protection against intense sun, gradually yielded to a lighter pigment, suitable for absorbing the limited sunlight of the European climate. Part 3. Tracing Native American Ancestry a complex puzzle beyond DNA tests. Long before the sails of Columbus breached the horizon of the Americas, the lands were woven with the stories of its original inhabitants, the Native American nations with a history that dates back over 20,000 years. Genetics can lend us a remarkable insight into this rich tapestry of lineage, revealing the deep connections across various tribes, but it also defines the limits of what DNA can tell us about individual heritage. Let's journey back in time to a frigid epoch between 29,000 and 14,000 BCE, when glaciers sprawled like frozen giants over the northern realms. During this icy age, intrepid ancestors from Siberia set foot across the Bering Straits ice bridge, paving a path from present-day Russia to Alaska. This migration marked the beginning of a vast dispersion throughout the New World, a story that can be reconstructed through genetic evidence. Native Americans harbor genetic markers that resonate with the distant echo of the Inuit people's unique adaptations to their environment. Specifically, the Inuit developed specialized versions of FADS genes due to their seafood-rich diet, enabling them to convert fish's fatty acids Into unsaturated fats required for survival in harsh climates. Remarkably, these genetic variations are found in indigenous groups throughout the Americas, suggesting a shared lineage that transcends current geographic borders. Yet the claim that DNA tests can accurately distinguish tribal affiliations is shrouded in controversy, companies peddling tests that purport to authenticate Cherokee ancestry or any tribal lineage for a fee step onto unsteady scientific ground. Each Native American tribe doesn't possess exclusive genetic signatures. The rich intermingling of tribes coupled with intertwining European settler genes post-colonization creates a blend too intricate to untangle into neat tribal divisions. The notion of tribal genetic purity, something that these tests often implicitly promise, is a myth. The genetic threads are too interwoven, the historical interrelations too complex. While genetics can disclose the ancient migratory paths and shared genetic traits among the Native American people, the landscape of individual tribal history is written in cultural stories and communal memories, and it transcends what can be pinned down by a mere DNA sequence. Part 4. Royal blood runs through all of us. Imagine the storied halls of medieval castles, the regal lineages that have shaped nations. It may seem far removed from our ordinary lives, but the reality is that royal ancestors are not exclusive to those with crowns and thrones in their recent past. In fact, each of us is likely to count some form of nobility among our forebears. Thanks to the surprising power of mathematical ancestry, Let's embark on a numerical voyage back in time with Joseph Chang, a Yale statistician who delved into the pattern of lineage without relying on genetics. By crafting a mathematical model, Chang sought to answer a compelling question. How far back in time must we venture to find a shared progenitor for all Europeans? Surprisingly, the timeline converges just 600 years in the past. Should we construct the expansive family trees for every European alive today, extending back six centuries, we'd witness a convergence at the time when Richard II ruled England. Here emerges an anomaly of ancestry. With each generation doubling the number of immediate ancestors, logic would suggest a staggering sum reaching billions over a millennium. Yet in the ninth century, the European population was nowhere near that vast. The explanation lies in the family tree's intertwined branches. Many Europeans today are not only descendants of Charlemagne, but they're also connected to each individual who walked the continent in the 9th century, often occupying multiple nodal points in the familial web. This principle isn't confined to Europe. If your heritage lies in Asia, chances are Genghis Khan appears in your lineage. For those of African descent, Nefertiti might be an ancient relative. Regardless of where we hail from, our roots are linked to past sovereignties. However, being of noble descent isn't all glamour and glory. Historical royal families often suffered from the repercussions of inbreeding due to their exclusive matrimonial circles perpetuating genetic disorders. In their quest to safeguard royal bloodline purity, they inadvertently introduced health risks by marrying within a limited gene pool, typically among relatives. Take, for instance, Charles II of Spain. Born into a lineage afflicted by the perils of inbreeding, Charles II's genetics were such that it led to significant physical afflictions and an inability to produce heirs. Compare his genealogical chart with a non royal individual avoiding incestuous unions, and the contrast is stark. Where an ordinary lineage would boast 254 ancestors across eight generations, Charles II had a mere 82 a stark illustration of the double-edged sword that is royal ancestry. Part 5. The Illusion of Race in the Genetic Mirror Genetics has long been a battleground for debates on race. Misinterpretations, ideologically motivated theories, and attempts to claim scientific backing for racism have marred the waters. Notably, the case of Nicholas Wender, who argued in his book for a genetic basis for cultural and economic traits in specific populations, stirred considerable controversy. Yet, it's crucial to discern myth from reality when genetics and race intersect. Centuries-old classifications, such as those posited by Johann Blumenbach, attempted to categorize humanity into rigid racial segments. However, as scientific understanding evolved, these simplistic divisions began to crumble under scrutiny. Enter Noah Rosenberg, a Stanford scientist whose pivotal 2002 study disrupted these antiquated racial notions. By analyzing genetic samples from a diverse pool of individuals and employing computational models to assess similarity, Rosenberg exposed the fluidity of genetic categorization. Mimicking previous racial groupings, was possible only when instructing the computer to sort data into exactly five sets. Altering the number, intriguingly, yielded wildly varying results, highlighting the tenuousness of arbitrary racial definitions. Rosenberg's study went a step further, indicating that even a small tribe of 4,000 individuals could emerge as a separate category, a striking commentary on the elastic nature of race. This revelation is further cemented by the work of geneticist Richard Lewontin, whose exploration into blood types revealed a startling truth. The vast majority of genetic variation lies not between race-defined groups, but within them. The apparent discrepancies we perceive between races are but superficial. The genetic reality is one of profound overlap and shared DNA. Two individuals of the same perceived race could be as genetically distant from one another, as from someone of a completely different racial background. Thus, the notion of racial categorization fails at the genetic level. What may seem evident to the eye is not substantiated in our DNA. The physical distinctions perceived among races serve more as a testament to human adaptability and diversity rather than as markers of deep-seated genetic disparity. Part 6. Unveiling the nuances of our genetic blueprint. Cast your mind back to an overlooked yet pivotal moment in scientific history. June 26, 2000. It was the day when the world of genetics took a giant leap forward, thanks to the efforts of the Human Genome Project. President Bill Clinton, alongside leading scientists, heralded the decoding of the human genome, a milestone that unlocked the script to our biological essence the project's revelations were nothing short of astonishing. For starters, humans carried a far smaller number of genes than scientists had anticipated. The once estimated figure of 100,000 genes shrank to a mere 20,000, putting us, rather humbly, behind roundworms and bananas in terms of gene count. Further intrigue came with the discovery that the vast majority of our DNA doesn't align with any known function this so-called junk DNA, which accounts for 98% of our genome, remains a puzzling mix of non-coding sequences. It challenges our understanding and begs the question, is it truly without purpose, or does it harbor secrets yet to be deciphered? The Human Genome Project also shed light on the intricate dynamics within our genetic landscape. The one-gene-one outcome hypothesis was debunked, illustrating that pinpointing a genetic culprit for conditions such as cancer is more complex than finding a needle in a haystack. Instead, genome-wide association studies have shown that any given illness is influenced not by a lone gene, but by an interconnected network of dozens, sometimes hundreds of genes. Each one contributes subtly to a cumulative outcome, weaving a rich tapestry of genetic interactions that may culminate in disease. What emerges from this genetic odyssey is a picture of our DNA far more intricate and nuanced than was previously imagined. With each thread of DNA interlacing with countless others, the code that composes us is revealed to be a complex symphony of biological information, playing out across the vast expanse of what we once dismissed as mere genetic gibberish. Part 7 The dynamic dance of genes and the intergenerational echo of life's experiences. In an era of startling headlines and revelatory science articles, it's easy to get swept up in the notion that we can pin behaviors and disorders to single genes. The gene for this or the gene for that becomes the narrative of the day, simplifying the intricate interactions that truly define our genetic makeup. Take, for example, the case of the so called warrior gene, as seen with Davis Bradley Waldrew. Genetics became a cornerstone of his defense, pointing to a variation in the MAOA gene, an enzyme linked to aggression and impulsivity, as a mitigating factor in his violent crimes. However, this argument falls short before the complexities of genetic science. No single gene operates in isolation to dictate such specific behaviors. Genetics, however, does greet us with unexpected flexibility. Traits acquired during our lifetime, against the grain of classical Darwinian thought, can sometimes find their way into the lineage of our descendants. The somber days of the hunger winter in the Netherlands offer a compelling demonstration of this phenomenon. The children of those who endured starvation during that brutally cold winter inherited a propensity for health complications like obesity and diabetes. These observations fall into the realm of epigenetics, which probes the heritability of life's imprints on our DNA. Epigenetics invites us to ponder the subtleties that embellish the Darwinian core. The inheritance of certain acquired characteristics may indeed echo through one or two generations, like brief notes in The Symphony of Our Genetic Heritage, but they do not rewrite the fundamental melody. These traits often fade with the passage of generations, reinforcing the idea that while life's experiences can leave a temporary mark on our genetic legacy, the long-term narrative remains driven by evolution through natural selection. Part 8. Evolution continues, albeit along an altered path. The fantastical tales of mutants and superpowers capture our imagination with the prospects of human evolution leaping into realms of the extraordinary. Yes, we may not sprout wings overnight or see through steel with our bare eyes, but in many ways, humanity's inventive prowess has granted us an array of abilities once only dreamt of in science fiction. Setting our cultural artifacts aside, the serious question remains is natural evolution still a part of the human story? The answer is an unequivocal yes. The human race is forever in a state of transition, with each new generation adding its own subtle twist to the genetic narrative. The process of evolution marches on with every child born, as our DNA is in constant flux, a bridge from ancestors to progeny. However, Not every twist and turn in our genetic story enhances the tale. Josh Akey's 2013 research shed light on a curious trend. Many recent genetic variations result in less efficient or even non-functional protein production. These findings hint that evolution continues, though not strictly under the traditional thumb of natural selection, which tends to favour traits that boost survival and reproduction. We live in an age where natural carries a complex connotation. The human species has reshaped its environment so profoundly that we've created a buffer between ourselves and the merciless elements of the wild. We fight off diseases, delay the march of time, and sidestep countless evolutionary pressures thanks to advances in medicine and technology. This new landscape has undoubtedly decelerated the pace of natural selection as fewer lives are lost to conditions that once spelled doom for our ancestors. Still, the cessation of natural selection is far from reality. As long as there are variations in survival and reproduction within the human population, evolution persists in the background, subtle and indomitable. Though the mechanisms might now be intertwined with the artificial milieu we've crafted, humanity's evolutionary journey continues. In deference to the legacy of Darwin, we're reminded that evolution is not the chapter that has closed, but rather one that we're composing in real time, with every beat of the collective human heart. Final summary In a remarkable confluence of history and biology, contemporary genetic analysis has emerged as a potent tool, unraveling the vibrant tapestry of human life from its ancient origins. To today's multifaceted societies. We now possess the means to journey through millennia, tracing the paths of ancient ancestors, discerning the genetic legacies of culture and environment, and confronting the social constructs that have long divided us. The science of genes has challenged long-held beliefs and shattered myths about the human condition. It has revealed the shared thread of nobility in our collective lineage divulged the interplay between our genetic makeup and the cultural milieu within which we evolved and has aided in dismantling the pseudoscientific categories of race that once fostered divisions among people. Our narrative as a species is enriched by the understanding that genetics bring, weaving a detailed, interconnected account of where we've been, who we are, and the inherent unity that defines us all.